This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'm Rubber, your glue, whatever you say bounces off me and oh god I'm drowning. (laughs) 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 Fuck, it's been a while since you got me with one of those. Uh, (laughs) Oh god, uh... Hey, Rem, how you doing, lad? No, you, no, you gotta oh, introduce nice. yourself. Say your name, goddammit. Nobody cares about that. I'm Sean Rollins. <laughs> I'm Remy Dijay. See, you throw me off my groove, then I... Uh, you, you gotta stop trying to make me laugh, Rem. It just doesn't... This is a comedy show. We have to take it very seriously. Uh, I don't... Hey, let's face it. If we can make each other laugh, then at least there's that, because I don't... I don't know if we'll get many beyond that. Yeah, we have a sample size of uh, two for laughter. Uh... Everyone else is just is just general frustration. Yeah, I, I feel like people listen to us because they have a mild masochistic side as well as a <laughs> very heavy sadistic side, you know? Uh, I mean, yeah, that represents the podcast pretty well. Yep. Uh, and with this sadomasochism, what are you, what pain are you going to inflict on me, uh, so, Sean? Well, last week, Rem, it was a bit it was a bit of a, a confusing time to say the least. Uh, I still don't know what to make of it. I, neither do I entirely. Uh, if you want to hear that, then go and listen to that because it's going to be a lot of hemming and hawing, but basically Tower of God is confusing. Uh, yep. But I figured I'd do something that I feel strongly about this week. Something that I feel <laughs> like could be a very solid episode and uh, has the potential uh, to, you know, make you more appealing to the general audience, Remington. I am not taking you Dokimakro shopping, Sean. Ha ha ha. Don't be ridiculous. I do that online. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, Rem, I, I have a very special anime for you today. Okay, I'm being, special. I'm being genuine when I say special, because, honestly, it's in my, uh, top five of last year, easily. Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah, uh, primarily because it appeals to multiple facets of things I love in this world. Uh, one of which is being anime, so that's, that's kind of, Oh, uh, no. <laughs> hey, Rem. <laughs> hey, Rem, I, I got some bad news for you. We do an anime yep. show. Oh, fuck. <laughs> every week i just hope we're gonna have a spontaneous extreme rebrand and every week i'm disappointed <laughs> you you just want us to uh, dive uh full-heartedly into a uh straight up just oh yeah you know what we don't actually do anime anymore we actually do uh we're a travel channel show now actually <laughs> uh we we uh, go house hunting we, together we, we are now a kids bop review channel listening to every single album reviewing Every single one, oh, every song. God. I may not be qualified to review music, but I feel like I'm qualified to review crap. So there's that. Kids bop out of context. It's, you know you want it. I don't. I don't. My, <laughs> my I do. genuine thought, since you are the residential uh, expert on kids bop, uh, and that's yes, I've studied it for years. Uh, that, and that's 
almost not a joke. Uh, <laughs> what do they do when the songs are gratuitously sexual or have lots of swearing in them? Oh, that that's the best part, Sean. Uh, they they will uh, occasionally, they, they will just change the lyrics and kids bopify it. Really? So they, they give yeah. it a four kids treatment. Uh, oh, oh, yes. Uh, one sec. Uh, you know what? That for, for one of our pre-banters that are available on Patreon, we'll, we'll view some kids bopified lyrics. It'll be a good time. Yeah, we'll do that next week. That sounds like fun. There we go. Okay, cool. You have some structure in your life again, Rem. Congratulations. Now I can uh, tear <laughs> that down brick by brick. All right. So um, beyond Kids Bop and My Pain, what is the special anime that you adored uh, from last year? Well, uh, that we are covering today. Uh, similar to our last uh, episode, it's another uh, Crunchyroll uh, original anime. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know that scares you a little bit, but I have no idea what to make of it now. <laughs> completely fair uh it's licensed by a uh funimation and crunchyroll so it it gets that little crunchyroll original tag on its uh front which is nice uh but it's uh from shonen jump so it's very popular uh and i know that scares you rim but shonen jump isn't just shonen bullshit believe it or not skeptical <laughs> doubt it just happens to be uh heavily catered in that direction uh but today remington the show we're going to be talking about is a lovely little show called dr stone oh, oh okay that that was a very dramatic reading of that for something i have no co- i mean it, it's in, i i it's english which is great yeah no that's, that's english the english words. title and the japanese title and i'd imagine like all the other languages titles awesome all right good 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 start uh, um if you had to guess what do you think dr stone is about <laughs> all right so what everyone is expecting me to say is follow my basic formula and say that it is about a pet rock who has earned his phd i do not think that is the case uh this it is actually um it is a a uh detective story oh um with with a frequently high on marijuana detective <laughs> and he's dr stone <laughs> Why is he a doctor then? Um, it's a little bit like, uh, like Breaking Bad, right? Um, where he, he is, uh, just really into, um, plants. Uh, you haven't seen Breaking Bad, have you? No, but I know that in Breaking Bad, he's a chemistry professor or teacher or high school teacher or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and he uses that chemistry knowledge to make meth. Okay. Same principle. Same principle. Same principle. So you think Dr. Stone is actually Dr. Stone, duh. And yep. <laughs> is- He solves, he solves crimes that are actually pretty straightforward but he's but are, so are insane for him yeah so he's so blitzed out of his mind that he has like <laughs> oh man what happened to the last cookie in the cookie jar I and then you hear ate. like you hear some like inception music and it turns out yeah he he just he he ate the cookie 30 minutes ago but he forgot well to be fair the main character's eyes are red boom nailed it <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case. Oh, <laughs> uh, top tier, Remington. But no, no, as usual, you are completely wrong. Uh, no, Remington, Dr. Stone is actually a very awesome concept with uh, with a uh, new spin on a, uh, a, a genre and flavor that we're not really used to. So uh, it is a shonen to start with. Oof. Uh, but it's not your typical shonen because it's actually fairly ground... Like, here's the thing. So the main character's superpower is that he is... 
is a genius. Oh, okay. And he solves all of his problems via the lovely thing that is simply science. Okay, cool. Dig it. Yeah. So it's like Jimmy Neutron if Jimmy Neutron wasn't shit. Wait a minute. Last time we mentioned Jimmy Neutron, we were talking about a somewhat perverted adolescent girl. Somewhat. <laughs> is Doc? Yeah. Is Doctor Stone also a perverted adolescent girl? Actually, no, no, not at all. all right. Actually, pretty far from that. Uh, he is. Uh, he, he is a young man to start with. Uh, but by the time the show gets going, I believe he's 19 in the current timeline. Uh, so adults, we get to adults, which is nice. Uh, I think he starts out at 16 if i want to say uh but no no it's actually uh it's about uh our our lovely protagonist uh uh ishigami senku uh senku is what we call him and uh he is essentially a prodigy scientist genius right he's incredibly smart he has a photographic memory uh and a deep-seated love for science and his primary goal is to go up into space because hell yeah if you're a scientist space is one of the coolest things on the face of the planet yes space is delightful yeah no i love space you and me both are huge space nerds like we we've gone to we've gone on double dates to the planetarium several times and our, both of our girlfriends have uh you know just watched us as we gush about the science stuff so it's... <laughs> it, it really like it's a double date with our girlfriends but really we're just on a date with one another nerding out about stars and our girlfriends just allow that to happen sometimes. yeah and how big planets are and things like that and the moon. it's crazy like it's so unfathomably large right so ideally for like a super genius scientist that is the goal you want right you want to go up into space so you can see all of the strange phenomena of a pure vacuum zero g environment yourself you know because science is about the experience right 100 uh yeah and that is uh that is senku's dream uh here's the thing though uh his dream has kind of been put on the back burner oh okay uh be by student debt <laughs> No, this isn't an American show. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that no, doesn't... no. He, he'd be fine. And even if it was, he's a super genius, so he could get all of the scholarships. <laughs> For uh, all of our non-American listeners, uh, student debt, crippling student debt is uh, a thing here in America where you try to improve your life and try to gather this myth of social mobility. But by doing so, the system further crushes you under its boot. Yeah, if you're lucky, you can get out of it if you get a really good job and you do the right degrees and whatnot. Or you can get, you know... A, a degree in uh, English and that then all people will be like, oh, what can you do with that? Uh, well, I, I can teach English classes. Yeah, English classes. See, I'm not an English teacher. Uh, <laughs> I just I just talk on the internet uh, for entertainment purposes. Uh, but no, it's, it's a bit it's a bit problematic. But no, actually, it's a bit more complex than that because Remington, Dr. Stone, uh, all like I said, all of the problems uh, featured are solved through the medium of science because that's what he knows. Uh, but Dr. Stone is is a super awesome concept. So one day Senku and his friends are uh, doing some experiments and such and his best friend uh, Taiju who is just a stupidly strong big oaf of a, of a goofball uh, Okay. Uh, he is in love with uh, uh, their other friend uh, Yuzuri and she is uh, she's you're, she's uh, uh, sorry Yuzuriha my bad there's so many there's so many Japanese names in, in the world and I, I have a hard time keeping them straight sometimes. Don't worry Sean I've already forgotten 
forgotten them. Okay. Uh, pretty pretty girl who's really good at crafts. Uh, Genki girl, bubbly girl. You'd like her. Uh, I hope you do it. Oh least. hell yeah. Uh, and she is. Uh, he's in love with her. Has been for a long, long time. And today is the day that Taiju is going to pro- uh ask her out and confess his love underneath the big oak tree in the schoolyard. You know, very very uh old school romance. Uh, he goes forward uh to propose uh, after talking to uh Senku uh, uh for motivation uh which he has apparently done several times before and senku's like yeah go ahead do it whatever it's fine i can even make you a love potion if you like and he's like nah i don't need a love potion uh he was just gonna offer him gasoline that's fine don't worry about it well- uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean he knew he wouldn't accept it so it's fine just casually offer gasoline to your friends excuse me uh he goes to uh down to uh the the tree with uh yuzuriha and uh starts his proposal of sorts and in the distance uh all three of them see a flash of green light oh okay and that light is caused by uh dimension w opening up from a crazy other mad scientist from a separate anime <laughs> Yeah, because the doctor from uh, Dimension W, uh, when he blew up in a big pillar of light and uh, data, he actually ended up in the Doctor Stone universe. Good work, man. I- I'm glad you figured it out. Oh, fucking nailed it. I- it's all coming together. Uh, no, it's actually much more terrifying than that. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's a giant explosion of uh, green light, uh, miles upon miles across and high, heading towards them at a rapid pace. Uh, and when the light hits them, they are all petrified and turns completely to stone. Oh, uh, oh, um, yeah? And then, Remington, thousands of years pass. What the f- <laughs> Thousands of years pass. <laughs> and one day, Senku wakes up from his stone carapace in a world that is completely devoid of all signs of human life except for hundreds upon hundreds of stone statues. Jesus. And Remington, Dr. Stone, is the story of Senku and his current goal of trying to save the entire population of the entire Earth by reviving his friends and family and all other humans and using science to get people back no, to where how, they were. But, so how did he survive? Wait. He he just, that's part of it. He is, he's trying to figure it out. He's trying to figure out why this happened, how it happened, and what he can do to save everybody as well as keep himself alive in what is essentially a world reset set to the stone age well shit what a fucking twist right yeah that's that's pretty intense it, it, it came off just like pretty casual pretty pretty lighthearted, and then just fuck all that shit yep 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 uh and that concept alone is what got me super invested in the show uh so much so that i'm currently caught up to the manga as we speak and things are getting buck wild and i love it uh and the show is just that it uses real world science right uh, experiments and such that you can recreate at home if you have the materials and patience uh to try and go from the stone age uh all the way up to uh the modern age as much as possible as well as interacting with people uh unfreezing people and uh some conflicts that brew from that and rather than just being a purely educational uh thing it's a mixture of education and story whereas uh the education part comes in the form of these science battles and these science roadmaps of of senku and his friends gathering materials that they need to achieve a certain goal in a certain amount of time in order to prolong the kingdom of science that they are creating. So it's just 
an anime version of the very popular YouTube channel, Primitive Technology. Basically, just with a lot of story <laughs> and anime stuff. All right. Uh, I, I think it has potential. Yes, it is. It is really, really good. Uh, there are some shonen things that you won't be a fan of because, you know, that's just you. Uh, and, shonen is bad. And, there, and the only times things get unrealistic a bit are in the capabilities of some of the people. Uh, like one of the people oh, yeah. and the main antagonist of the story is someone they unfreeze. Uh, is uh, what is his known simply as the strongest primate high schooler. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, that that's his nickname. Uh, it's not a good nickname by any means, but it's an accurate one. Uh that would be uh that would be uh Sukasa is the fella. He he's basically this super ripped like uh 18-year-old kid who uh is capable of punching a lion to death. Oh, okay. And uh his goal is to uh re revitalize uh, the young and the uh, youthful to rule the new world, whereas Senku wants to revive everybody including all of the corrupt people because you know everybody deserves to be saved type of thing uh and that's where the conflict in the story arises from because it's a uh it's pure power versus intelligence and uh the conflicts that arise from that but primarily it's just about senku trying to survive and set up these kingdoms of sciences and dealing with the problems that come along the way it's it's a very multifaceted story with a lot of interesting science and twists and turns and recipes that you can follow along at home and recipes that you can follow along at home that will definitely kill you as well which is always fun uh but but the science is good. The show is good. The uh, shonen bullshit action elements are my, some of my favorites. And I just really love this show, Remington. It's just it's just such my cup of tea. Well, uh, I know that you are shonen trash, and I definitely am not. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. It seems like it has potential. But, of course, there is a significant possibility that I'm just going to be tearing apart something that you dearly love. And if you do, I will kill you myself. Perfect. Uh, because, Remington, uh, just for a little perspective, uh, with uh, 320 thousand users voting on it roundabout uh dr stone has a rating of 8.39 that's pretty high yeah it's ranked number 152 right now on mal which is really high well all right is there anything else i i need to know sean before we we jump into this delightful apocalypse uh yes yes there is uh the main thing that you need to take away from this is that uh like i said the most unrealistic part is how incredibly specialized everybody is but that's still part of the fun uh as, okay as well as the fact that uh you're gonna have to watch six episodes <laughs> because that's that's the end of the first arc and if you watch five episodes you're going to cut it in the middle of two important episodes and that's just not right so i'm stretching things a little bit but and i don't want to use the bullshit rule because if you make me use the bullshit rule remington i'm going to make you watch uh 12 episodes what kind of bullshit is this you're like i'm gonna break so so for those who don't know uh we, the rules don't really matter for the listeners but they matter a whole lot to me because they prevent me from watching too much anime normally we watch three to five episodes and uh for every set of 10 episodes he can make me watch however many as he wants that's the bullshit rule now he is threatening me yep <laughs> he is threatening me with the bullshit rule to accept watching one above the normal limit i'm telling you rem it, it it once you watch it and you understand it it would be so so detrimental and stupid to cut it in half at the five mark like i've tried thinking about how i could do it but yeah like and I, it's one i'd be willing to use the bullshit rule on but it's a you know 24 episode anime and you know i i i just want trust me my argument is that it adds so much to the conversation and is the is the pierced end of the first arc of this show to the point where like it makes sense as a perfect stopping point for uh, this show to get a perfect impression. All right. Well, Sean, as the voice of the people, which I represent, I will accept these terms 
Okay, thank you, Remington. That's very kind of you. You don't hear me say that often. It's not charitable. It's true. (laughs) Turns out all you need to do is create an ultimatum. Yeah, no, trust. I don't. I won't be doing that all the time because that would be silly. But this is one of those times where it's like I love the show so much, and it would just be so stupid to stop at episode six, uh, five even. Uh, Episode six is where uh, it ends because, like I said, it's the uh, perfect end of an arc, and honestly, a really great introduction to the show uh, and the conflict within. Then I guess let's watch six whole episodes. You do realize that there are people who binge you know dozens upon dozens of episodes in a single sitting and never complain even if the show is shit right <laughs> look man i'm just saying in the in today's modern millennial uh, millennial economy when it comes to streaming you a bit of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> And with that, Rem, let's get started. Let's go watch some Dr. Stone. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming a modest six whole episodes of the hit 2019 anime, Dr. Stone. And Remington, best tread carefully because my good, good science boys need uh, need all the love in the world, so uh, I expect good things. In that case, Sean, <laughs> um, perhaps, perhaps uh, in order to tread the most carefully, we we should really only discuss like part of episodes two and three, um, maybe a bit of four. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like it <laughs> sounds like you're preparing yourself for a temporal ass whooping. Provide considering that your only safety is distance right now. You're damn right. <laughs> Oh, God. All right, fine. Let's get started then. I can say confidently this is not the worst thing you've shown me. Uh, maybe even in like in the past month. That's not uh, That's not a great statement, Rem. I don't even, I can't even remember what we've seen in the past month. It, it just falls off my back immediately. Yeah, great. It, it immediately gets repressed. Wow, way, way to learn a thing about the community that you're a part <laughs> of, man. That's really, that's really good. That's really wholesome. Glad that you care about everybody that you listen to. I mean, the worst. I I care. I care about the people. I don't care about the reason we all congregate together. I mean, considering the of the last couple things I've shown you, one of them was kiss him, not me. I feel like that's not, not oh, a high God. bar to beat. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely better than kiss him, not me. So yeah, but some tells me you like it <laughs> way less off. than uh, fucking Bofuri. So uh, that is also true. Yeah. <laughs> it is between those two. Good. Good God. Fine. Fine. Start with it, so I can just start seething in in fury and frustration and sadness. <laughs> so uh, the show opens up. We immediately get introduced to Senku and he has a bold look, I will say. There have been some stylistic choices for, for his aesthetic. Look, look. Um, I'm just saying, green onions are delicious. <laughs> and he immediately is one of the most annoying characters I've ever seen in my life. Uh, here, Here's the frame of reference I'm going to give to anybody who does not know Sanku in the show. Imagine you take Sherlock Holmes, right? Uh, mix mystery with, with science instead, and then combine that sciencey Sherlock with Donald Trump. Oh my fuck. And you did then you have a decent idea of how obnoxious and egotistical and the bullshit spewing that comes from from this man. So that's uh, what we're going to so do. So just take that's, those two things. We're we're going to fight right out the <laughs> gate, huh? 
Okay, I've compared him to a combination of two very successful individuals. Successful, my <laughs> ass! <laughs> there are many people who adore Sherlock Holmes and many people who adore Donald Trump. I and d- d- if you adore both of those individuals, you'll probably also adore Sanku. Okay, you might also endure and enjoy fucking Hitler with your stupid-ass logic. <laughs> I've, I've cast a broad net. The net is so fucking broad, it won't catch a damn thing except my hatred. So, uh, he just he's just really uh, obnoxious, especially early on. Not a great character introduction. Uh, so, as, as Sean stated before, you get this love confession between Big Jock and, uh, and Girl. And it's Taiju and Yuzria. Yuzria. Um, and so, confess love, boom, green explosion, everyone gets turned to stone. Um, and now I'm about to describe why I, 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 I said... I, this show is actually worse than Kiss Him, Not Me for one reason and one reason only. As everyone is turning to stone, uh, they show that one woman was taking their adorable dog for a walk. Oh. And the dog doesn't turn to stone, but he is eternally trapped in his leash, in his collar, concerned about his owner that just turned to stone and never being able to escape it. So now the dog gets to starve to death and always have the worry and doubt about their master. And that's okay. That's absolutely abominable. So it's it's the worst show. Rem, you I've do ever realize seen. that dogs can chew through just about anything, right? Like that leash is gonna be uh, gone, and like as soon as it gets hungry enough, I, the dog looks pretty helpless i'll be honest but either way the mental turmoil that that dog okay is facing, see you're just implying like unfounded things it was a very worried dog it was very concerned about its master i mean yeah but would you have preferred that the dog all dogs get turned to stone too at least then it would have been painless and then all the dogs would have died no, yeah it still would have been the worst show but it would have been a slightly better you, show wait you'd rather have all dogs die all dogs are dying anyway. No, some survive, Rem. Do we see another adorable dog in this yes. show, John? We do? Yes. There's hope yet. All right. In that case, it is, may not be the worst show, and it may just be a bad show. And <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. But putting that to the side for the sake of argument, um, immediately, I'm, I'm not immediately sure the exact rules because it does affect humans and birds. Uh, we, this is explained a little bit later. Not necessarily explained, but it's pointed out. It only affects humans and swallows. And that's it. Yes. That Those are the only things it affects, yes. um, which I'm hoping it has a good explanation for. We'll see. I mean, it gave you three possible explanations while they were trying to figure it out. Well, yeah, but none of them specified humans and swallows, though. Yes, they um, did. Did they? Yeah. Like, literally the first explanation was, hey, it worked on the swallows. Let's try it out on the humans. Oh, okay. I guess so. Yeah, sure. like, that uh, is literally it, one. But of- even that, it feels very arbitrary in that case. And I, I would hope that it's better than, like... Like, where we're at in the show right now, we don't know the actual reason but that's one of the mysteries of the series it's true and that's why i'm not getting too angry about it uh but i am expressing my concerns about it potentially sort of onlining us oh my god uh and that would that would hurt everyone deeply uh so taiju the big muscly jock he he wakes up and he goes around and he eventually finds uh finds his boy senku and uh senku he has a pseudo lab coat on with e equals mc squared which they sort of explain later uh but still it feels a little bit like look how smart i am uh senku is just that super genius trope where he's smart enough where he 
can do literally everything. Uh, he knows the exact time that they are at right now because he's counted for thousands of years nonstop. And this it's one of the dumbest, laziest, and most infuriating tropes in all of media. This is something that is shared in Western media as well. And I hate it there too. <sighs> You know, you can't just enjoy things, can you, Remington? Uh, not if they're bad. This is not bad. This is fine. So, so and he literally cannot do so, everything. The whole show points to several instances where he is not capable of everything. I told you, his one thing was that he is a super genius. That's it. But, like, the super genius acts as a catch-all for any mental thing that would ever need to happen. We're also going to discuss why this is problematic when we introduce uh, our other primary character, but we'll get there. Uh, so Senku is like, oh yeah, we're going to build humanity from the ground up. We're going to be the next Adam and Eve, uh, which has a very different connotation in my mind. Uh, but hey, if if they, if this ends up being a boy love anime, that's not the worst thing in the world. Uh, so as it turns out, uh, the thing that fixes uh, people and is the reason that they sort of learned about it is is the water emanating from bat shit. Yeah. And that is the cure. Well, I mean, <laughs> nitric acid specifically, but yes. Good old bat shit water. <sighs> fixes them uh one one thing i will appreciate is that this show does demonstrate science in a better manner than than a lot of things i'm immediately thinking of in the first episode taiju is like oh so something science just can't understand and senku is like no that's not how that works it's just that science is slow it's a slow process it can explain it we just need to get to the point where it can which is why i'm even more uh, insulted and I like that, that you made the donald trump comparison because some because <laughs> guess what uh that particular moron does not believe in <laughs> god bless america i love i love our nation sean I don't. uh so uh i i still maintain some questions that relate to they they sort of explain uh or at least hypothesize about being able to survive through this process and the amount of energy that would cut that would have to be uh given to them through the raw right i don't think that adequately addresses the bodily atrophy that would go down uh, um, the way the way it's because uh, they're stone through and through, right? And yep. the idea is that this is the major sci-fi element of the show. So these petrification uh, perfectly preserves uh, those through and through with stone. But like core of the, uh, it's turned all the cells to stone. Uh, it's like it, 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 it's like petrifying each individual cell of the body, and the ce cells can still operate very slowly within. And the it, it's pure petrification. It's like cryogenic stasis type of thing. So the body doesn't change while it's in the in the stone it's it's true preservation well what do you know i'm convinced so that that's uh episode one ends with them testing their their new miracle concoction on some stone birds that they've been working on for a bit uh and it looks like it works they have they have an actual miracle fluid episode two uh opens up with some of the worst cover art and title work that i've ever seen in my life oh, God. You can't defend that. Like, they open it up like the OP, and then this this horrendous, like, mobile game-style title shows up in really awkward CGI. It's it's not good. And it, it feels like it doesn't fit. It, it's so bad. It's really bad. You, you have to admit that one. Come on. I'm not in a position to admit anything around you, you piece of shit. <laughs> 
so uh, episode two opens up. We see some lions. Lions are chasing them, right? And I was a bit confused at this stage, uh, though fortunately they do address it later. Like why some animals got petrified, some didn't, right? But that gets addressed later, so not a huge deal. Uh, so while being chased, they they revive. Uh, I for the life of me, I can't remember his name. He's the primate boy. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, that would uh, maybe one day I'll actually remember characters. Uh, I've remembered three out of four main characters. That's better than that average. That would be Sukasa. All right. So primate boy, he he gets revived. Um, and yeah, just you you briefly alluded to it before. He he does just. K.O. a lion yep. with his bare hands. Yep. That is a thing that just yep. happens. And it's awesome. Um, So they sort of talk about like their schoolmates and sort of mention Primate Boy. But I, I would have liked to see like maybe the entire first episode be them at school. So we can like, I, I would have liked it to see be like, hey, here's some characters who will become relevant later. As opposed to like, all right, this character's relevant now. By the way, this was our relationship to him. All right, here he is. Uh, that's a little bit less. Well, I mean, they had no actual relationship to him before but you can at least like show us the audience him like in the first episode if you elongate elongate it a little bit you at least show us the primate a single time at all you don't need to have them interacting with him just have him doing crazy sports stuff or something right uh that would have been nice but we we don't really get that unfortunately um and the, for primate boy you, sean you know when like the disney channel will they'll they'll get a little high school drama series set up but then they will hire like actors in their mid to late 20s to play these teenagers in high school yes that is primate boy oh <laughs> 100%. Uh, he's, he, it's, it's like, he, he just shows up and he's like, yeah, I, I, I'm going to high school. And it's like, oh, excuse me, it's like an undercover cop situation. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a hello fellow kids moment. Uh, cause I, I will never be convinced that he is a high schooler. You can't, you cannot tell me I mean, that. he's 18. Uh, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. If you are unfamiliar, Google a picture of this man and tell me that he is 18. It's just incorrect. He's 18. I, I this, you, you Disney Channel right now. Oh, he's 18. I don't believe you. The actor is not 18. Well, no, the actor he isn't is 18 because he's a voice <laughs> actor and voice actors can be any age, Remington. That's how, that's how animation works. No, but like the, the, the animated actor. <laughs> Are you, hold on. Are you insinuating that Tsukasa is the horrible failed experiment of a digital actor? Oh my, yeah, okay, cool, sure, why not? Uh, he's 18, live with it. Uh, agree to disagree. Uh, so, uh, I mean, th this man is, like, single-handedly detrimental to the entire ecosystem. Like, he just, he's going around getting food and just demolishing all animals, all fish, all boar around. Uh, which, you know, in a sense, that that's accurate to how they will recreate humanity in the future, so. Okay, I mean, uh, it he works. did it for survival purposes. He didn't just kill shit to kill shit. When in a single fishing trip you get like four dozen fish for three guys yeah <laughs> that way you don't have to don't, don't have to uh, fish for like an extra day or two <laughs> those are gonna go bad like a motherfucker you're not hunting smart um so then uh there's some really unsubtle 
foreshadowing that maybe this enormous primate guy isn't the good guy. Maybe he's not on their side for good, right? And by subtle foreshadowing, I mean, every time they look at him, it's like with suspicion and the show is like, oh, fuck. And he gets the most villainous attire I've ever seen. Like he's, he's, He's the villain from the get-go. I mean, yeah, that's why I told you that in the beginning. Uh, so then they're they're getting shells so that they can crush them up a bit, right? And so they can do more science. And then we get this really, really weird, tragic backstory about shell collecting from from big old primate boy that was like, I, I guess it was supposed to be an emotional moment. It was weird because they were just like, oh yeah, by the way, he has this real emotional connection to shell collecting and hates this guy because of it. And then he kills the guy. Okay. It, it, it's more highlighting how he dislikes uh, the majority of corrupt adults in general. That's most, that was primarily the purpose of it rather than an emotional Sure, thing. but it was, it was real ham-fisted. Uh, it was real just like, by the way, this is his justification for this. Ain't that tragic? And it's like, oh, uh, sure, I guess that that is. It's one of many whatever, things, but... Whatever you say, Dr. Stone. There's more to it alluded later on, mind. It's just, that's just kind of the insight. That's one of the inciting uh, examples, I suppose. So uh, Primate Boy, he 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 finds the, the stone person of the person who wronged him long ago and told him that he shouldn't be on the beach. And... He, he breaks the stone and kills a man. And when it when Senku is like, you just killed a man. He's just, he essentially is like, yeah, but altruistic fascism, brother. Uh, which, I mean, don't get me wrong. All fascism is bad. But altruistic fascism is at least the most idealistic of it. <laughs> like, fascism of the hierarchy having the benevolent up top. It's still, I believe, a flawed system. Uh, but it's at least the 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 happiest of all fascism. So how's your German uh, working out these days? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, that's here's not fair, the thing. Austrian. Uh... <laughs> here's the thing. Um, I don't think Primate Boy's motives are consistent. I can't really pin them down because he starts out by presenting it like we should only rescue the most benevolent individuals. But then he kills with reckless abandon moving forward. Uh, he only wants to resurrect the uh, the young uncorrupt folks is, is his logic. Because he doesn't care about... I'm pretty the... sure... Yeah. I'm pretty sure he kills an entire family later. <laughs> Uh, just the parents, not the kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's just based on age alone? Uh, primarily. It starts with age. Yeah, because... Okay. I don't believe... Given the fact that, like, the entire motive that we've been presented with so far is literally based in this awkwardly placed tragic shell story, I don't think that is adequately justified for the severity of the actions. Uh, and so that that's how the episode, episode two ends. And, uh, I, I thought... That like the OP was real weird with like the, the title card and everything. The the uh, ED, right? The ending credits. It's some like Forest Fairy 5 meets Violence Voyager shit. <sighs> I, <laughs> it is an artistic statement that I don't understand. Because it's like they're not this ambitious or creative with the art style in the show. But for some reason in their opening and in their closing, they're like, yeah, let's just fucking go balls to the wall insane with it. And it's like sort of live action, but not really heavily filtered. I don't even know. <laughs> 
I mean, you know, it's not the greatest ever, but you don't have to be so mean about it. I'm not being mean. I'm being confused. I'm not saying it's bad. Your confusion hurts me. I'm saying it, it seems like a weird decision. Can you explain that decision? No. <laughs> I can only explain what happens in the show, damn it. I can't, I can't tell what people are thinking during the OPs unless the OP is so god-awful that it makes me want to rip my hair out. And this is not one of those. All right, so episode three, it opens up with, uh, with, with Sanku uh, and Primate Boy talking once again. And Sanku, he wants to save all of humanity. Um, although... He, he otherwise seems to have very selfish motives. And once again, like considering the main, the main conceit of the show is Sanku's altruistic ideals versus, uh, versus primate boys, uh, very demanding, more fascistic ideals, right? Uh, neither seem to be properly motivated. And I think that's, uh, possibly the biggest problem of the show. I mean, Senku is... It does have an altruistic motivation, but it's a very selfish altruistic motivation. I just don't think it's, like, adequately explained. It's sort of just like, yeah, because that's the reasonable thing, and uh, it will show how great I am or some shit, and it's whatever. I mean... And it's like, okay. A good scientist tends to enjoy humanity, because without it, then you can't have more good science. I mean, yeah, but you can enjoy humanity through primate boys system as well like i considering that this is the entire point of the show i just thought this conflict would should be a little bit better motivated on both sides of it and i don't believe it meets that for for the more the more important an action is for a character the better it has to be motivated considering these are literally the most important things in the entire show they're just sort of their motivations are a shrug and like i guess it's this and it's like okay i i feel like i need a little bit more though i mean the motivations are more expounded upon as the show goes on but like it's kind of a simple obvious motivation to have if you're uh from their perspectives i don't understand why you're having such a hard time but but just saying like that's that's they're motivated that way because that's what they want that's meaningless like, Senku's motivation is to save everybody because he believes in, like, the progress of humanity. Is that... But he could have the progress of humanity, like, Primate Boy makes an argument that you would have better progress for humanity under his criteria, and... I mean, Senku doesn't have a, a fantastic response to that, I think. Uh, like, don't get me wrong. I personally would be in Senku's position, but I don't think Senku has a sufficient justification to be. I mean, one of his prime justifications is that he can't do everything by himself. Yes, but he could do things with just the young idealists that Primate Boy is going for, right? Like, Primate Boy is fine with those like Taiju around, and Senku is also, he also wants people like Taiju you around so you get all the nice youthful people senku's goals are still accomplished there and so the fact that the whole point is like this conflict you need to not only show why he wants everyone but like why he doesn't adequately accept primate boys ideals i mean he wants people to live damn it is, is that such a but that, that's it, it, but that's just you can have people live but here if, if you just say yeah i just want that because i want that it, it doesn't feel great especially when we've had him be very selfish thus far so it, it it just doesn't work out in my mind um continuing on he's making the miracle fluid but he doesn't at this point he doesn't want 
Primate Boy to know about it because uh, then Primate Boy could start creating his own little empire or whatever, right? So he hides it from him. But Primate Boy, as it turns out, is also a fucking genius. Uh, Primate Boy, he he goes, he figures out like the cave and what's going on with that. And he's like, all right, ah, oh, bat guano. So, so that must be the nitric acid from this that helps to accomplish this goal. Uh, which I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just part of the Japanese curriculum that even the most jockiest of jocks are specifically, specifically are taught adequately enough to know that guano has nitric acid. And that is probably the most important thing about it. I mean, it, yeah, they but given given some uh some inferences that primate boy makes later no he is just also a super genius uh he's smart but he's not like senku smart he's he's nearly no, there no he's not he's he's given the presentation of the show thus far for example later on uh they, so they decide that they're going to try uh abandoning him and uh make weapons of science against him so that they can beat him because otherwise he can easily murder everyone so easily right they also save uh Uzuria at this time, uh, the girl, yes. and she exists. And so they're like, all right, let's escape. Let's go set up, make some guns, uh, work on that. And if we can do that, we'll win. Primate Boy shows up and he sees everything and their their obfuscation does not work. Instead, he's like, ah, I see. They're trying to trick me into believing that they just did this when instead they are running off to make weapons of science against me, which is one hell of a bullshit inference, which is Senku's trait. So if he can make crazy, specific, accurate inferences like that, yeah, no, he is also a super genius because very little would indicate that hyper-specific guess. I mean, he just, like, yeah. So, see, he's not only the strongest with inhuman strength, he also is maybe not inhumanly smart, but... He, he is like the second smartest person in the entire world, only second to Senku, and that's it. Uh, he's and, more wisdom right. and less intelligence, is the way I would date it. B bitch could tell nitric acid was the primary component of bat guano I juice. I mean, the he got guided to the cave where they made the miracle fluid, and he just happened to know what nitric acid is. That's not that much of a stretch, man. You're telling me, you're telling me, if you go up to a jock, right, any jock, anybody, anybody at all, and you're like, hey, give it the, give, make it multiple choice. You're like, all right, bat guano contains A, B, C and just one of the answers is nitric acid. You're telling me that it's likely they will select the correct answer? I mean, I I would, but I'm not a jock. Are, are you saying the average civilian would be able to deduce this? That it's common knowledge? No, you need to be pretty damn smart. In, in fact, when Senku is talking about it, it's presenting him, it's presenting Senku as a real smart dude. Uh, so uh, I, I mentioned uh, good old Yuzu. Yuzu, the girl, uh, she, she got revived. Everyone has facial scars and cracks except for Yuzu because apparently cute girls can't have facial scars. They can and they will. She has. Uh, yeah, but not the primary love interest. Um, now, the show, one thing it, it doesn't have, which is nice, is a bland bitch protagonist. Unfortunately, it has Yuzu, who has, she has no personality. She's, she is sweet and she does crafts. And that is 100% of what we have seen. That's it. That's all. Uh, if you would like to, Sean, if you would like to present s some other major personality trait that's been presented in these six episodes, you are free to. You're really breaking my balls here, man. I, I, this show has some good stuff, which we'll eventually get to. I don't think we will. <laughs> like with how much well, you've to, to it, you might about, die I by don't then. I think it's going to happen. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, Yuzu, super frustrating. Uh, they, they really emphasize, like, the romance and the potential relationship that we should be rooting for between Yuzu and Taiju. But, like, one of them just lacks all character. So it's like, alright, do I want the, the, the dumb, simple, happy jock to get with this, this smiling post? Sure. Sure, I want him to be happy, but, like, I also just want him to eat well. Like, it, this isn't... It's not complex or in-depth. It's just like, oh, it's romance. He's there and she exists and sure. So uh, that that's that's episode three in a nutshell. Uh, episode four, it starts out like they, they've been running away. They're trying to make gunpowder. They're they're bathing in some hot springs now. Uh, Senku works on making some uh, some gunpowder, right? Um, then, unfortunately, uh, Primate Boy is able to locate them, right? He's able to locate where they're at because of uh they they exploded a little bit yeah and so he finds them and taiju is off collecting stuff when primate finds them so it's just senku and yuzu and primate is like hey give me the recipe for the miracle fluid uh even though he has most of the recipe already oh well, yeah but uh, just because you know with most him being of the a super a genius doesn't mean you can whip out a cake if you don't know every ingredient i mean with the primate boy's inferences so far he definitely could he is, he would be capable uh so they, he there's a lot of back and forth in this episode it's mostly primate boy being like give me the recipe or i will kill you and I, I, you should just side with me and blah, blah, blah. Right. A whole lot of talking. And initially I was like, all right, so is, is this just so Taiju can show up and save them at the last minute? Is this like evil villain monologue? And that's what I was worried for. Fortunately, not quite. They do they do imply that that might happen, but it doesn't, which is real nice because I would have been wildly disappointed in that. Uh, so that, that that's a, a nice bonus. And uh, Primate Boy, he, he gets the recipe for Miracle Fluid from Senku and is like, you know, I'll let you live if you promise to not do the only thing you ever do and your entire motivation. Um, I'll let you live even though there's not really any good reason to. And Senku is like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hold to my principles, dog. Which, you know, props once again. And it's at this point where uh, Taiju, even though he's very far away, Yuzu like vaguely calls out to him and he has Yuzu senses so he can tell. So he starts running back. But before he gets there, uh, Primate Boy decides to kill Senku in the exact manner that Senku requested, even though it's a less definitive way of death, despite having a giant spear and like could easily behead a motherfucker in an instant and accomplish the same goal um and so you're like oh no he broke senku's neck um and if if at this stage if at this stage you believe senku is dead i i mean come on no nobody come nobody on. believes that rem it's it's more uh, about trying to is figuring out uh how that is going to be solved rather how he survives yep and if if you're hoping for a great explanation uh, bad news because we get to episode okay, five hold on the explanation <laughs> is perfectly fine and establishes one of the properties of the science fiction, damn it. And it was alluded to prior. I guess. It's just really stupid that Primate Boy, who has shown that he's willing to kill problematic individuals in a heartbeat, now faced with the most problematic individuals possible in Senku and thus Taiju, is super reluctant to demolish them. It's more like he wanted to kill uh, them in a way that was less painful because he still liked Senku, even if they disagreed. Bitch, he could behead them in half a second and it would 
would be equally painless. Like, his spear can be a guillotine, and you're like, oh, that would require a lot of strength. He knocked out a lion with his bare hands. He can behead a dude when he has a spear that has a blade as big as your head. Like, he can do that. I have no concerns about that. I'm still going to uh, say that a fucking uh, spear versus a, like, internal decapitation would hurt way more and be way messier. I, it, it, it would be done in an instant. It would be the same thing. Same thing. Disagree. but Same thing, much more definitive. You just feel the need to defend the internal logic of this show. Uh, especially, like, if I know that I'm dealing with a super genius and I'm also nearly, uh, I'm at least a genius, if not a super genius, I'm not going to, like, listen to their suggestions. What the fuck? Um, so then... Uh, we start episode five with a flashback that's supposed to give you a little bit of personality of the characters. Unfortunately, the flashback is just awful. It's showing like in class, some kids are taking a psychology quiz and it's, if you could only save one, would you save yourself, your lover, or your friend or something like that, right? And, or your best friend. And Taiju was like, oh, that's a really hard question. And Yuzu's like, I'd save my lover or my friend, but I don't know beyond that. And then in one of the stupidest supposed to be smart moments Senku is like, I would save them all. And it's like, that's not how that works, Senku. This is a hypothetical for that question. He's like, I would use science to save all of them. It And how dare you make me choose? And Taiju's like, yeah, that's a good answer. Uh, and the fact that Taiju is just like, yeah, that's a good answer shows you that it's not a great answer. It's the stupidest thing. And then plays it off like, yeah, because he's just so idealistic and smart. But it's just like, no. <laughs> It's like, I feel like I'm on the subreddit, uh, just like, that's, that's all about, yeah, it's deep for 14 year olds, but bruh, come on. Uh, so then we get to the, the way that you revive Senku, right? They were like, Yuzu was like, oh wait, but he talked about his neck and they're like, well, let's, he, yeah, he had, he had a thing about his neck that he suddenly developed. He didn't have that before, uh, which would have been nice for us audience members to know, but we've hardly seen them before. So I mean, we're just told we've seen him multiple times and he cracks his neck like every couple of minutes. Well, yeah, but we haven't seen enough flashbacks to know that this wasn't an ongoing habit. Uh, sure, we never saw it in the past, but there's other things we haven't seen in the past that we assume are ongoing. And it's just like, once again, not great for shadowing it's just like yeah this is the way it is by the way and so then they're like aha so it's something with his neck and they look at his neck and there's a tiny bit of petrification still and so unfortunately uh, something that has been foreshadowed is that reviving and fixing the petrification also fixes you so uh pouring that on it fixes his spine he i feel like his brain probably would have deteriorated by that point. i mean to an extent but the thing about death remington is it takes a long time for you to be properly dead with things like that yeah but let me ask you, Sean. Um, you're 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 no longer getting oxygen to the brain, right? Right. Um, how how many minutes before there's severe brain damage, Sean? Uh, not a lot. I, off the top of my head, I couldn't answer that, Remington. I'm not exactly a medical professional. All right. Well, let's let's, let's go to Google. Uh, all right. Uh, it starts after only four minutes. So, uh, brain just deteriorating. It's it's been. I, I'll be generous and say it's. They were able to escape Primate Boy and run with Sanku, and it only took them like 15, 20 minutes. Okay, that seems a bit uh, long. It seems a bit long. You say yeah. they they've been booking it away from Primate Boy for what seems like ages. 
and they finally reach a point where they're like, all right, I think we can stop here. And you think 15 to 20 is long? All right, sure, 10. Okay. They have to get down a mountain significantly into a forest. The sky gets way darker and it's been raining for a while at that stage. Uh, so... We'll be super generous. It's still a little bit silly that, okay, but don't worry. It fixes his neck and now also he's has no consequences. Don't worry about it. Uh, but it doesn't say that he's alive because it, it's, it really tries to milk the suspense. So now we, the whole rest of the episode and all of, uh, and some of next episode is just flashbacks to Senku, right? It's talking about Senku, which is nice. I would have preferred seeing this beforehand, frankly. We see Senku like in the forest, him waking up, him getting to the point where he helped revive Taiju, right? Uh, which is nice. And he's learning all this science stuff. Uh, there's also monkeys start talking and Senku understands the monkeys. I... <sighs> It's more of a, it's more of just for a goof. It's not an actual thing. What do you mean it's not an actual thing? The monkeys are like, look at that shiny monkey. And Senku is like, they think I'm shiny. Yeah, it's Senku's own like implied discourse for <laughs> that. That is not how it's presented. It's meant to be a goof, damn it. And that's fine. It's just, it's just very weird when we've never had anything like this before and suddenly monkeys can talk. It's, it's a goof like, we've seen in other anime. I know it's a goof we've seen in other anime, but those anime usually imply that these have, that animals have talked beforehand, right? Like, if if all of a sudden, if all of a sudden I'm watching Cowboy Bebop and I see Banana Cat show up and start doing Banana Cat things, that'd be really tonally dissonant. And it's not because we've never seen a Banana Cat before. It's because Cowboy Bebop has given no indication of Banana Cats. It, it just, it, it has such erratic tone shifts at times. And I don't think it necessarily lands it. Like this show, it, it, it tempts me with the idea of something interesting, with this idea of this borderline god, which is Primate Boy, having unlimited and unparalleled physical and mental strength that maybe combined you can match, but you can never properly overcome. And so you need to work together to stop this motherfucker. And you could have a little Death Note feel, which at times it almost implies this sort of competitive nature with it. Uh, but they, they don't utilize that in the ways that I would like. They don't think through everything as well as I would prefer them to. And they show moments like a, a lot of uh, a lot of episodes uh, five and six, they explain a lot of questions that you have and they address them showing that they're not lazy plot holes. There was deliberate decisions into them. And I really liked to see that. But at the same time, so many other decisions feel just unmotivated and borderline nonsensical. And I, I, I'm disappointed because the, the highs of this show, they show a lot of potential that is just not met. Uh, and so episode five ends with, it doesn't even, still it doesn't show like, oh, did Senku live or did he not? Because they're still mildly trying to milk the suspense. At this point, you'll, you'll probably be like pretty sure, but there'll be a few people like, be like, but is he though, right? And that could be going on in the back of your head. Uh, episode, episode six, we get some more uh, flashback stuff of 
uh, of Senku unbearing Taiju, pu putting him in the right spot, discovering the guano, uh, E equals MC squared, etc., etc. And finally, we get to see that he is, uh, he is alive. And this episode, it was so nice to see because it's like they address so many of the criticisms I've written above and thought were criticisms, but actually ended up explained, which was so nice, right? Uh, really, really good. It doesn't fix everything, but at least it helped. Uh, then Senku is like, all right, I've got a plan. Yuzu, I'm going to tell you the audience can't hear it for more pseudo suspense, I guess. Um, and he tells Taiju, it's, we, we're going back. I can't tell you everything because you're simple. Uh, which, sure, okay. I mean, that's as good as a justification uh, as any when it comes to Taiju, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it, uh, it's better than most of the justifications in the show. I'll give it that. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, Primate Boy, he's wandering about, and he gets attacked by a blonde girl. Um, and she tries to kill him because she saw the alleged wizardry that happened and him try him kill a man, which was Sanku. So she tries to attack him and he he topples a tree onto her, which I mean, if you're toppling a tree onto someone, I imagine you want them dead because then he leaves her for dead. So presumably he wants her to die, but he doesn't kill her. It's more of an indifference type of thing. He didn't want to be pursued. So, But no, why is it? Well, here's the thing. Primate boy, he is so gung-ho on creating the best world and eliminating anybody who's going to get in the way of his ideal. He doesn't believe you should save everyone. He believes you should save those that will lead to the best world. So when a handful of individuals uh, in any given circumstance are, are deliberately showing you they will get into your way and thus in the way of all the ideals you hold dear. These individuals are willing to resort to violence against you. you. You've killed people you know nothing about. So why not kill these people who are blatantly against your goals? And it's just, okay, whatever. He topples a tree and maybe it kills her, maybe he doesn't. Then he leaves. And then Senku finds her and he saves her life. Okay, sure, I guess. Uh, it, Primate Boy just has potential to be a really interesting character, and instead, he is terrible. He is awful because he's so inconsistent. What does he want? This, in these specific circumstances, and not when it's inconvenient. Okay, sure. What this show could have been is like a really interesting strategic shonen where, where you can't piss this guy off. Because if you piss him off, or if he knows you're against him, then he will kill all of you, and he won't hesitate for a moment. But you can you can plan, you can be secretive. I, I want this to be like promised Neverland, Sean. I want this to be a situation where here we all are together. We need to stop them, but we can't be too overt about stopping them. We need to keep preparing for when the time is right, and they are capable. They are smart. They are strong. What do we do? And and you, you let it bubble under the surface. But instead, you get something that, for me at least, feels like it lacks a lot of identity. The characters aren't necessarily deep. The ideas, I guess, are pretty interesting. And that's, that's what this show is. It's an interesting idea with not great characters and unfortunately the characters are the driving force of everything and that's disappointing because i feel like you could have the concept the world the ideas 
and just change the people, and it would be a lot better. See, Rem, everything you just said makes me want to have you watch more of the show. Especially- Everything I've just said makes me definitely not want to watch more of the show. <laughs> because literally everything you just said happens. The reason I stopped you at six episodes without using the BS rule is because I figured that would be a good solid introduction, and I want to give it a chance for you to uh, at least have an idea of what the show is like before we got into the real meat of everything. Because literally, what happens after that point is literally Senku going off with this girl to prepare to deal with Sukasa for the entire season. See, and that would have been nice to just see already. Here's my advice. And I have this advice off. Oh, for fuck's sake. Whenever Sean says, oh, it gets better later, right? Then in the time that I've watched these six episodes, I could have watched two really good movies. I could have watched two really solid anime movies, right? I could have gone and watched, uh, for instance, I could have watched Your Name and a Ghibli film. Or I could have watched, uh, you know, an interesting Violence Voyager and Akira or, uh, or any of those, right? And those are great. Those are phenomenal experiences. Those are going to be interesting and they're going to stick with me. The, the three hours that I've consumed of Dr. Stone, they, they're, they're just not going to stick with me. They haven't met that mark. So maybe it gets better later, but my time could be better spent elsewhere. <sighs> Just once, man. I'd like I'd like to show you something that I truly love and care about and not be slammed down the toilet like this. Hey man, a place further than the universe brought us together. That was wholesome fun. I don't think you have the right to bring up good stuff at this point. <laughs> breaking my heart man my 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 young shonen loving heart that loves this stuff to death and the good things that this show could do for the future of anime watchers like already the show has inspired so many people to dip into sciences i mean that that's neat do you not understand like the potential meta aspects that this show could have on like the community as a whole i don't think they're as significant as you would present them to be. <laughs> like, fuck, even just look at something like Haikyuu, Rem. You know what happened after Haikyuu first started airing? Uh, what would that be, Sean? Uh, young people in Japan enrolled in volleyball, like the number of that, I forget the exact number, but it's at least like a 16 to 20% increase in young Japanese volleyball players because of a show like that, because of like, uh, the interesting concept and the inspiration that the characters and show provided. Dr. Stone could have that exact same effect but with something as amazing as science. Well, and that would be great and all, but I'm 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 not here to say that it that oh no you shouldn't go do science. I'm here to say that the show as a show is lacking in some significant regards. And you know what? If it's inspired you to go do science, that's phenomenal. Go do science. Science is fucking amazing. Uh, and that is a merit to the show. But that isn't what I am here to talk about. Uh, we, we we are anime reviewers on, on the internet. We are far from sociologists. I, I mean, this show means a lot to me, though, Ram. Don't you have any concern for my feelings? You know, Sean, I, I, I adore you, love you. That being said... So you're saying, like, all 320,000 people who voted on the show are wrong, then? Uh, yo, 100%. I have no problem saying that. Easy. Even though it's currently listed as one of the 
like, top 200 anime currently? Uh, that is definitely too high for it from what I've seen. Like, Rem, everything you're saying is making me want to make you watch more next week. Oh, God. Oh, no. Like, this is the oh, most fuck. I've ever wanted to force you to sit down and watch another show again. It's not worth it, Sean. I don't know if you can survive another week if it doesn't go well. Like, this is one of the shows that I am actively reading the manga week by week basis. I get excited every time a new chapter comes out because I'm curious to see what happens next. I'm curious to see what uh, how Sanku's going to solve the next problem. And I'll be honest, the most recent chapter that came out did it in a very good, awesome way, and I'm still curious to see how things are going to pan out. I'm just, like, this show keeps sparking my curiosity of on uh, what real-world science is going to be applied to the current problem at hand and how it can be applied to the situations they're going through. It's and, like, once again, that's real neat. I, I, but I don't think that in any way takes away from my criticisms of the show. It, it's like if if I am if I am consuming media, right? If for example, if I decide uh, as an inverted uh, response to that, right? If I am reading Harry Potter, I can really enjoy Harry Potter. Uh, now that may not take into account the potential uh, harms that it has done either through minority representation, which is a little bit oof, or through the author and some actions that they have taken, which is also an oof. Uh, and those those are totally valid things to talk about and they're totally reasonable things to discuss. But if I'm just there to review whether the books were fun to read or not, I'm probably not really gonna get to those topics. I just feel like you're invalidating everything I care about <laughs> right now. I'm not invalidating it. I'm saying that the show you like is bad. There's some merit to it and that's it. But it's not bad. <laughs> like all right the show the show you like has really poor character development thus far and some strange pacing decisions and also one of the weirdest ending credits that i've ever seen in my goddamn life <laughs> i'm just sad now oh he's gonna kill me. this is how i die I just i just want to share the things i love with you rem you're like a brother to me damn it i just want you and you know <laughs> i just want you to understand that i care about you and i love you and i want you to understand where i'm coming from and instead you have to uh, shit down my throat on the all the things i love which is fine and you know as as emotional as that is sean i don't want our listeners to think that you are the victim considering i'm the one who has had to watch a bunch of sister fucking anime based on on your your choices and your demands uh let's face it there neither one of us is a victim here sean or or maybe we both are i don't know who can say all I'm going to say is you're going to get a lot of people pissed off at you for this one. And I'm going to be yeah, I'm going to be behind them like almost as many as the Haikyuu one I would wager if not more. Oh my god. Uh, we had a lot about Haikyuu. Um send them in. Send them in, weebs. Yeah, like cuz even when the show was airing, there are there are detractors from every show no matter what, right? And uh like yep. some of my complaints with the show uh were fair and valid as well and you brought up one or two of them. Uh but like even with all those complaints, everybody I've talked to about this show has been like, yeah, it's a real solid show. It's got some good shit in it. And like, nobody dropped it after six episodes like you intend to. Like, most people uh, w watched it on a weekly basis and finished it all the way through to the end and are excited for the new season uh, if and when it comes out. Like, it, it, it's weirdly, it's weirdly uh, interesting how many people seem to really, really enjoy the show. Like, of like in comparison to other people who detract from uh, other popular shonen shows, uh, they're, they're just having 
haven't been as many vocal people who are vocally against this one as you seem to be. Like, I, I just don't know, man. I just feel like there's something that is not processing in your weird non-weeby head that is not correlating to what uh, is so awesome about the show. Maybe it was my mistake. Maybe I should have used the bullshit rule and, made, and shown you, like, more episodes. Maybe by half the season, you would have had a more favorable opinion of it. I don't know, man. Has there been a show that I, I didn't have a favorable opinion of with six episodes, after six episodes, but then I got, I, I transformed to becoming favorable? Because I don't we've think, only I don't know if that's ever happened. Like that, though, is the thing. We've only, like, returned, mm. we've only made a return visit to a show that you had uh, either. Well, yeah, but even, even, like, the ones that I've watched multiple of, there's never been one that I've disliked this, there's never been one that I've disliked this much of and then made the transformation. It might be a case where, like, one or two episodes I was iffy and then I was hooked. But six episodes? I don't know, man. <sighs> I just feel like this is going to be one of the ones that's going to haunt me till the day I die, damn it. Aw, uh, don't worry. There'll be plenty more to come. Yeah, well, you'll have to see what happens next week. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, fuck. Because I had a good idea planned, but now I don't know if I want to share it with you. Because you a bitch. Hey, man, if you had... <laughs> uh, a good idea, a good idea with not this show. All right, uh, let's, <laughs> let's, let's end this. <laughs> let's wrap it up before before you go for blood. Too late. But that last comment, you have uh, definitely guaranteed what I'm showing you next week. Congrats. Fuck. All right. <laughs> God damn Let's, it. That's fine. That's fine. Then I guess I have to ask one final question that I already know the answer to. Any chance you want to watch some Dr. Stone with me? Yeah, no, you're going to say no, whatever, whatever. Just say it. <laughs> Just say it. Say the word no, and then I will continue on. I'll thank all the lovely people who listen to our show and care about us as, as content creators. And while you're spitting in their faces, I will just be thinking about all the love and appreciation that they send our ways with all their good recommendations. So many people send me emails saying that you would like this show. That I was like, yeah, there's no way he wouldn't like this show. How could he not fucking like this show? It's one of my favorites of the past year. Why not? I mean, it's got science. He's a big fan of science. Why wouldn't he like science? The science is good. It's accurate for the most part. It, like, it, it's well-founded. There's clear logic in a lot of the scientific decisions. Why wouldn't he like it? So, Remington, just say say the one word. Just just say it. Who can tell, That's Sean, more than one word, you bitch. It will remain a mystery. <laughs> the world may never know. <laughs> oh, boy. And with that... Thank you all so much for tuning in. Though it may not seem like it, we really appreciate it. And if you want to support us, no matter how silly it may seem at this point, then I have a few ways you can do it. Uh, first and foremost, the cheapest and easiest and freest way you can do so is by leaving us a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or if you want to help us grow, word of mouth is a great way to do it. Otherwise, if you want to be more direct in our uh, content creation, as well as gain access to a bunch of all uh, very interesting bonus material, then you can sign up uh, to our Patreon where you can gain all kinds of bonus material, including the opportunity to have Remington horribly mispronounce your name or whatever weird phrase people decide to change their name to this week. Uh, so Remington, who are some of the lovely people that we need to thank and as well as spit in the face of because apparently that's what we're doing this week. I want to emphasize I love all of them. Uh, so of course I would like to thank our bland bitch protagonists as well as our magical girls. But then we move a tier up. We hit the Yandere waifus who uh, now more than ever are are ready to 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 murder me. 
Bunny in my sleep. And on that list, we have Rare Kumiko, Devin McCutcheon, Andrew Rawicki, Ross Palmer, Mecha Zap, Ready to be Isekai'd, Hito Kirix, Sage Schiffner, Matthew B, Reverse Kizmo Kizmo, Kazu Morocco, Rerem X Dr. Sean, Sarah Birch, Salty Pretzel, Jacob Livingston, Konnichiwa Yamatero and Sean Rollins Kwe Desu, uh, Glenn Michael Dolan, Yuliana, Alexander Nasiensenyo, Farmer Why Haven't We Done a Centaur's Life Weeb, H. Wood, and Hayden Lecker. Absolutely every single one of you, we greatly appreciate you. Do fantastic. You keep us afloat, but there is a tier higher. One above that, we hit the Boy Wizard tier. We're going over to Hogwarts. And here at the Hogwarts, I'm less prepared than usual. I'll be honest. Normally, I have a nice little little quip. Uh, any any idea what to do with all of their names, Sean? That's, I don't know. Why don't you name Hogwarts them after related? different forms of depression, like the ones you gave me? <laughs> All right, uh, nice sad Hogwarts. Uh, M Miguel Delion, you are your seasonal depression. Oh, okay, that was uh, a joke. Don't actually name them after <laughs> depressions. That's fucked up. That's more fucked up than when you name them after meat. No, just do something silly or and fun. Give them a Pokemon type for Christ's sake. That's an easy one. <laughs> Everyone knows Pokemon are raiding, raiding uh, Hogwarts right now. So, uh, M Miguel, you, you're, you're not <laughs> ceased. <laughs> Jesus Instead, Christ. I'm so sorry, Miguel. I'm so, so sorry. I am too. Uh, Miguel, Miguel, you, you are a lightning type, obviously. Uh, Pilkster, Pilkster is uh fighting normal type. <laughs> well, wait a then, minute. How can you be fighting and normal type? Uh, he's both. He shouldn't punch himself in the face because then he's gonna fuck himself up. Then, uh, Eternitarian, you are, uh, you're, you're fairy type. Uh, Adam Craft, Adam Craft is, he's ice water type. And <laughs> He's perfect uh, finally, on a hot summer day is what you're trying to say. <laughs> and, and, uh, Delina Perez, uh, you are, are grass dragon type. So, uh, <laughs> those are your types. There's only one grass dragon yeah. I could think of, so... You're, you basically just oh, you no. just basically called her an Applin, <laughs> which is fine. I think Applin is probably one of my favorites of the latest gen, but still. Cool. See, it's a good yeah, it one. It is. It, it's cute. See, we narrowed it down. Uh, past the Boy Wizard tier, uh, yet another tier higher. We're going to the White House, representing Corey in the house, the Chevenel Musco tier. And on the Chevenel Musco tier, we have to first start by thanking the first and foremost, our patron saint himself, none other than Saint. I Once again, I don't have catchy little giblets for y'all uh but i love I mean, you it, it, the personalized um, uh stuff i feel like is pretty solid as i'll is. prepare next time no, no. next time you all get kids bop songs kids bop albums i mean uh, hold on <laughs> wouldn't that just be like kids bop number whatever <laughs> yeah. i say to you i mean you gotta be you you're not Kids Bop one because that's hardly even Kids Bop. But you're like Kids Bop like five when they start to find their. Hold group. on, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, find then... tracks from each individual Kids Bop you mentioned. I'm gonna fuck up <laughs> then... uh, Dylan's search history. Hold on. <laughs> then we have uh, Zachary Shirley, aka Agent Cooper, who is Kids Bop uh, 27. So the first track then... that came to mind was Hey Ya from Kids Bop Five. <laughs> All right, so so Saint, you are Hey Ya. Uh, Zachary Shirley, Kids Bop 27. Uh, Shake It Off is the first one. I... Shake It Off. Uh, then we. Go. Go, I don't know uh, on the flip side of things, uh, we we have the dark, the brooding, the almighty sinner who is Kids Bop Ten. Uh, move along. Is 
<laughs> no, that's the name of the song. You can keep going, but uh, that, that is the name of it, apparently. <laughs> then we have a touchy diplomat. Touchy diplomat, uh, more than ever, I see you as Kids Bop 19. Kids Bop 19. Uh, just the way you are? Just the way you are, of course. Uh, Silicon Spectre, uh, not talking about your your ghostly breasts. Instead, you are Kids Bop uh, 31. Have there really been 30? There have. Uh, there have been 31. Uh, what do you mean is apparently a song. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, thick mullet, thick mullet. Y- you. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna test my luck here. Um, because I don't know how how far Kids Bop goes. Okay. I, I'm I'm gonna make a bold claim. You are the most recent Kids Bop, which is Kids Bop 38. 38. Is there a Kids Bop 38? There is. Is it the most recent one? Uh, it's from 20 2018. So probably not. Oh, uh, All right, give us uh, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I know none of these songs. Am I old? Uh, yes, you one hundred percent. You're you have old man energy, Sean. Uh, your your soul was born in nineteen twenty. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Uh, we, we have Cass ID, the fuzzy Mustang, uh, representing. I appreciate it. And um, for for you, Cass ID, you are getting Kids Bop 22. Kids Bop 22. Uh, oh, no. Oh, that's the first one I saw, so I have to go with it. Oh, Cassidy, I'm sorry, but apparently you're Call Me Maybe. That's the one song I recognize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shit! Have we done thick mullet? We have done thick mullet. All right, I think I think that's everyone. Yeah. All right. So to absolutely every one of you on the Chef and Musco tier, it's crazy that you guys contribute as much as you do, and we so amazingly appreciate it. And now, before I move on, because there's more. What do you mean? Oh, um, the fuck! That's right. There's more. Here, so I forgot um, there was more. Some of you will recall that uh, a little while ago, Sean and I joked a little bit about a Waluigi tier being the our new highest tier. That was a joke, and. And our our lovely editor, Dylan, I don't know if he approached you, Sean. He approached me about it. Like, he he came to me and he said, like, oh, yeah, we'll we'll have this as a tier and this is what we'll do for it. And I'm like... I, I <laughs> told him. Funny. I told him. I I blatantly said that it was a bad idea because people would do it and I would feel bad. I told him not to do I it. I also told so him we have not a to do it. <laughs> so, I thought he was joking. So editor, I thought I was like, ah, ha, ha, so our ha, editor that's funny. has disobeyed us, and now there's a Waluigi tier. Which it, don't get me wrong, there's two people on this tier, and I want to thank them so hard. It's insane. At the same time, I am going to be working behind the scenes for the abolition of the Waluigi <laughs> tears. I, I want to cease it from existence. It's too high. It's too absurd. It, it, we finally found our limits. Yeah. Um, I'm going to work to the abolition of it. Uh, so I, I hope you guys enjoy it this month because after August, hopefully it'll be dead. Oh, God. Uh, like All that being said, on the Waluigi tier... Not only do we thank them, but we give a message. So uh, th- there's two messages, one for each of us. Uh, so we start out with Emoto Ahigao Uwu, uh, who uh, is is one of our, our Waluigi's. Thank you so much for being a oh Waluigi. God, we have to do it in and, a Waluigi voice, don't we? Yeah, and so this one is is mine. How the fuck do you like Waluigi? Wow. <laughs> Oh Waluigi here with a message right, for cool. it. It's very nasally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna try giving this message as That's Waluigi. That's the first time I've ever pulled out a Waluigi. I don't know how I feel. Hi, Remington Chase. <laughs> Understand that Toradora is fantastic show, and that my opinion is currently flawed. It is Sean's fault for not showing me the whole show. Less than three. All right. So that's. Oh God. That's mine. Are we sure we should? <laughs> are we sure we should abolish it? Because that's. I think funny. Sean. 
Well, Sean, uh, now, now, uh, our second Waluigi tier, uh, we also want to thank greatly. So, Omoto Ayao was the first one. Uh, I, I, I appreciate you, and apparently, I, I love Torador, and it's all Sean's fault. Um, but, we, I also want to thank Valustrau, Cabal Juggernaut, um, who's the other Waluigi. Great thanks, we really appreciate it. And, uh, Sean, I also want to add, Dylan, uh, as a message to you, you're, you're gonna have to speed this up. You can increasingly speed this up. You can make this just fast from the get-go. It's up to you, your editing decisions. Wait, aren't uh, they only Sean, supposed to be the length of a tweet? Fuck you, Sean. They're giving us so much money. That's fair. Read it, Sean. Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> have it in front of me. Uh, can you, can, it just, can you like copy paste it I, to I'll, me? I'll yeah. Oh God. It's not going to be fucking like Enjoy, Richard the Third. Oh no. <laughs> Take it away. See, I was worried I would have this one, but the other one specified that it was for me. So this is all. Oh, yours. hey, Rem. I've Dylan, Dylan will, will uh, speed it up to a sufficient amount in post. I've changed my mind. Let's abolish this tier. <laughs> This was a horrible right. decision. Let's hear it, Sean. Let's hear it. Oh, fuck. This is this is what Dylan has done to I'm us. I'm going to be choking up blood by the end of this. Uh, just just go for it. Just According all to out. all known laws of aviation, <laughs> there is no way a bee should be able to fly. Its wings are too small to get its fat little body off the ground. The bee, of course, flies away because bees don't care what humans think is impossible. Fuck me, I hate this. Uh, yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black, black and yellow, black and yellow. Uh, no, that's not what that says. Uh, ooh, black and yellow. Oh, fuck, it is the, is it, is it actually the reference to the song? Oh, God, I gotta stop interrupting oh, myself. Okay. It's gonna take longer. Uh, You're a fourth of the way there. Hurry. Uh, let's shake it up a little. Barry, breakfast is ready. Uh, ooming. That's gotta be a typo. Uh, hang on a second. Hello? <laughs> Barry, Adam, uh, can you believe this is happening? I can't. I'll pick you up. Look sharp. Use the stairs. Your father paid good money for those. Uh, mm, I can see why this is a meme. Uh, sorry, I'm excited. Here's the graduate. Uh, we're very proud of you, son. Uh, perfect report card. All bees. Oh. Ugh. You're losing your Waluigi. <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> Very proud. Huh? I got a thing going here. I, you got lint on your fuzz. Ow, that's... Oh, uh, man. Wave to us. We'll be in row... Oh, fuck. Uh, 118,000. Hi, Barry. I told you to stop lying in the house. Hey, Adam. Hey, Barry. I guess shell a little... Oh, fuck, Dylan. Why didn't you regulate these? Uh, special day. Graduation. Never thought I'd make it. These days, grade school, three days high school. Uh, those were awkward. Three days college. I'm glad uh, a day and hitchhike around the hive. You did come back different. Hi, Barry. Uh, Artie, growing a mustache. Looking good. Hear about that, Frankie? Yeah, you're going to the funeral? No, I'm not going. Everybody knows. Sting someone you die. Don't waste it on a squirrel. Uh, uh, such a hot hand. Uh, I guess I gotta find out of the way. I love incorporating an amusement park into our day. This is why we don't need vacations. Boy, quite a bit of pomp under the circumstances. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to go shoot myself. Uh, so yeah, Dylan, just like make that a reasonable length. I I don't care how fast you took, have to speed it up. That took 10 years off of my life. I could die tomorrow it and it would be Dylan's fault. So, uh... All already, we feel the malice of the Waluigi tier. This is the first instance where it's like, I, I love and appreciate the people who went to the Waluigi tier. And you know, it, haha, it's funny that Dylan did this even though we told him not to. Uh, but dear God, this is the first time it's like actively us versus our own face. And I think they love it. That's the oh, worst God. part. And if you would like... If you would like to contact us, whether it's for a comment question, recommendation, or or feedback, you or you want to support the abolition of the Waluigi tier and abomination upon man and god, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. If this is the last episode of Anime Out of Context ever, you'll know why. Uh, <laughs> but... Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to love each other. And as always, don't fuck your sister. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, Ram, you know me better than that. You know I consume uh, copious amounts of shit down my throat. 